As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The gift that keeps on giving has given some more. Ari Wasserman, we closed the podcast recording Sunday night that that dropped on Monday morning saying, please, please, by all means, coaches, you name it, give us more of whatever we got from Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban last week. Jimbo Fisher listened. Now, this had already been recorded. But it hadn't been broadcast yet. Now it's been broadcast. KSAT TV in San Antonio. Greg Simmons is the name of the reporter, and he's got a very mellifluous TV voice. And he talks about this like this is a very serious issue. And he had an exclusive interview with Jimbo Fisher that has been broken into two parts. One that aired this past Sunday night. One that they say we'll air next Sunday night, which is amazing to me because they want to stretch this news cycle out forever. It's 60 and minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot thank you guys enough. Jimbo Fisher defending himself. Greg Simmons asking the eight on your side hard questions. This is glorious. Are you, re- are you ready for this? Are you ready for the first, the first clip? I'm, I've never been more ready. This is so amazing. Here we go. I went and checked with our compliance people because we have nothing to do with it. One guy. Of the 11? Yes. Of the early enrollees. Of the early enrollees. Gotcha. So that said, what is all this dust up about then? Great point. I've just got to ask you, were you shocked that this came up? Because you just told me you only had one. I said that about about a while ago. It's like, that's why I made the original one back in February when they said we had $35 million in the thing. That's, that's, that's all false. It's all, it's all, it was written on social media so everybody believes it. And you got news channels believing it. Hey, big people believing it. And you believed it. Well, and Nick Saban believed it, obviously. Well, he's not news. You're news. You're media. You guys not research? You're news. You're media. I cannot wait till someone uses that on me. I Stay tuned. I do use it on you. Because you're a purveyor of the hatred of the flail fish and you didn't do your research. Let's not talk about podcast episodes that haven't aired yet. But there's a no, this is this is a perfect. You. I did that on purpose. Tease for the you. Perfect segment 
because we didn't explain it in the future one. So we're explaining it now. So when people hear the next one, it'll make sense. But I, I think I, that's just the that's that part of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they're like, well, if we remember to go back and put it here, then it'll be here when we need it. And there it is. When it's all out there, you will thank me for it being perfectly executed. Okay. Um, but like I am stunned because it's just like the reporter didn't even know that that was coming. And then there was no, there was nothing after that. It was just like, he didn't know what to do. Well, okay. Yes. This is a, this is not an issue that you want to wade into casually. That's the thing. Like if you're well, going, especially to when you to know the subject that you're interviewing is very, very fired up about it too. And volatile. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, this is this you you kind of need to understand the dynamics of of the NIL arguments and and really I think it's a semantic argument between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Nick Saban is saying, "Well, they said you would get this if you went to Texas A&M." Jimbo Fisher saying, "No. There's nobody signed to deals except for one of the early enrollees and he's already enrolled." So, once you're enrolled, you can do whatever you want. And that's that's the thing. Unless somebody has proof that somebody promised one of these players X number of dollars for signing with Texas A&M, there's nothing the NCAA can do about it. Nothing. It's not quote-unquote cheating because it, it isn't actually against any rule anymore. Yeah, you know, it's there's no, there's no such thing as cheating anymore, but it is kind of a funny thing because... You know, Jimbo Fisher, you can see it's like he's almost like crawling out of his skin every single time he's having this discussion with anybody. And it's just like you have to go into that interview knowing who you're talking to and how that person feels about the subject matter. And yeah. it did feel like a 60 minutes interview about like the the West Coast ports for importing. <laughs> and it just like this isn't the discussion for that right now. Well, and that's and, what I, I think everybody always thinks that all interviews we do are going to be like Mike Wallace on 60 because Mike Wallace would always crack the person on 60 minutes. Like the person would start out all defensive and then Mike Wallace would just keep hammering away and hammering away and eventually they're crying and admitting everything. Like that never happens in real life. Yeah. And it certainly wasn't going to happen to Jimbo Fisher because he's ready to to go to war uh, over this. And it is an interesting dynamic because if that is a factual statement that it's one um, out of 11 early enrollees who actually have a deal, then, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that the kids weren't promised any certain circumstances that helped sign the deal. Right. But at the same time, you prove that there's yeah. And there's no proof of it. And then you're also being highly irresponsible by reporting that that's what happened. And like, I understand why Jimbo Fisher would be mad at any reporter. And I don't know what this reporter said or did on the air or believed sliced bread, or I don't know what the backstory. Did you there. notice, did you notice that Jimbo got sliced bread's number wrong too? Like that's the best part of all this. Even the guy who is defending himself and saying this isn't true is increasing the dollar figure. Yeah, he's well, increased he the dollar getting, figure to thirty-five million. It keeps it keeps getting a bigger and bigger and bigger, and because the bigger the number, the more entertaining it is, and that's the entire root of the issue. And it's like pretty soon, like in ten years from now, when we're going back to the beginning of the NIL era. Gonna be like, you guys remember that one time that Texas A and M paid their recruiting class one hundred billion dollars? <laughs> <laughs> how did they said, yeah? How did Texas A and M for, for one recruiting class? Ari is doing the Doctor Evil thing, by the way. Uh, well, no, you have to start off with a look. 
We paid a recruiting class ten million dollars. <laughs> Doctor Evil, that won't even <laughs> buy you a quarterback these days. Ah, One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Whoever came up with that answer, Mike Myers. I think it's, it's like a... literally. It's like it's genius. Well, is so it... if actually this is another source of heat but the two people handled it with a little more restraint than than jimbo fisher and nick saban allegedly dr evil is dana carvey's lauren michaels impression that mike myers took oh really yeah well i don't want to hear that ah yeah never meet it's you like here. saying uh mozart stole all of his music <laughs> too many people say that too uh moliere probably said that but yeah and that's the only time you're ever going to hear Moliere on this podcast. But it, it, it is amazing to me, though, that this whole thing just keeps mushrooming. And I am here for because I want to thank KSAT for not understanding the news cycle of 2022 at all. Because if you had this video, most people would just put it out. So maybe, maybe they're geniuses. Maybe we're, we're the ones who don't understand. I mean, we're the ones sitting here. Uh, early in the week, waiting on bated breath to see. Ari, there's more. I know there's more of it coming, and I think it's genius. Also, too, it's just like how could anybody who works at the television station watch that and be like, "This makes us look good." They don't care if it makes them look good. They yeah, want people this. Are watching it. Yeah, we're they talking the about clicks, it. The clicks, the clicks. But I will say that it makes me feel a little bit proud to know that, like, I never put myself in a position during this time where it's easy to get caught up in, in money and figures and clicks and all that stuff to where somebody could get mad at me for reporting or perpetuating a rumor. That's not true. Well, I mean, this is the thing we know where this came from and, and every, even Jimbo Fisher, no, Jimbo Fisher said it was party, social media, but it wasn't it it just wrong. On a message board. Well, that's social media of a, t- of a type. It's, it's, it's proto. So it's er social media. Like it's, it's kind of the original social media was the message board. But so, let let for the listeners who keep getting the wrong information from every party involved here. Here's how it started. Oklahoma message board poster name sliced bread says Texas A&M spent $30 million on this recruiting class. Not 35 as what Jimbo Fisher said 30. And that gets aggregated by a site called bro Bible, which from what I understand, what, what I can gather bro Bible, you know, get, they, they just take any, any kind of viral story that would appeal to someone, you know, a male between the ages of 18 and 34. Uh, so you got that. And you're probably a lot of Kardashian news and, and, and whatnot. Uh, and so that gets aggregated. People believe it, including a vice president at Notre Dame, the vice president for communications for the entire university, believed it uh, and tweeted about it. And it suddenly became accepted as fact, which is really weird. Okay, uh, Dr. Evil. So, Bro Bible is just the new college spun, but they do all sorts of viral. The spun still exists. The spun is the same and and kind of the old Barstool because Barstool has evolved into into something entirely different. But what Barstool originally was, was the kind of site that aggregates that sort of thing aimed at that demographic. And so that that is the type of thing that that they would have gone for, too. It's just amazing because usually it's, it's something that appears on someone's Twitter feed on someone's Instagram page or appears in a media outlet. 
This was just a message board post that somebody thought was really interesting. So let's let's hear a little more from Jimbo Fisher's interview because what we played for you was great, but it got better. But I, I, I'm asking you, did you re did you do your research? Uh, you just no, no. See, you can't answer. So you just assumed, and that's the way this world goes now. Soon as it's written on social media and someone says it, you believe it. So where does that put you as guys as reporters? Where does that put coaches like Nick Saban, who know better, that, if, if that's the case? I, 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 I. Where does that put reporters at? So you're defending Nick Saban? No, I'm just criticizing. I'm asking you guys to okay. put it out in the media. I'm, I, I, just hold on. I ain't getting into this. Oh, no, no, no. I, I understand. But I just want to. Is this change? It's because social media and media put it out. I got it. Mm -hmm. does, does, you believed it. You just asked me. Sure. Does that change anything? What's it change? Nothing's just changed in the beginning. Truth. Truth. What's the truth? Nobody wants the truth. You want a story and a click and a hit. Story and a click and a hit. I want that t-shirt. You know, that you got the t-shirt that says like Phoebe, Ross, Rachel, Joey. Like story, click, and hit. That's what I want. I want to like make t-shirts that says Nick Saban isn't news. I'd wear that. I want it all. Um, I, 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 I want it all. This is... This is so amazing. So the voice you hear off camera, uh, Alan Cannon, the sports information director from, from Texas A&M, I believe the other voice is, is Jimbo Fisher's wife. So it's just, it is truly astounding. I really, really, really am starting to like Jimbo Fisher. Against all of my better judgment, and you're not supposed to like uh, heels, but I like him. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. I don't understand from his point of view. Like, I love it, and I'm glad he's doing it from my point of view because it makes my job much easier. But I don't understand why he's still talking about this. Like, yeah. Well, I would just be like, dude, we got the number one class. Let's roll. And the like thing that's so frustrating about it is that he challenges a reporter for believing something and then asks, did you do your research? And the thing that's been most frustrating to me, and I guess you can independently confirm things if you have relationships with the collectives or, um, you know, people within the program that know what's going on, but there is no way to verify any of it because it's not public information. So um, then I'm not defending the reporter because if you put something out there, and again, I don't know if he did or didn't, but if you put something out there as fact that you read on a message board, then you're an idiot, you know, um, but at the same time, you can't deal with it's like a weird tightrope walk because you can't ignore the existence of NIL, but you can't report 
specifics and facts because they're unverifiable for the most part. So you have to go about your job in a specific way where you're acknowledging the existence of it, but not putting yourself or the people that you're writing about in a bind um, by putting out fake or, or not real information. So like it's been a, a, a pretty tough balance for me to strike because, you know, weekly with the, the recruiting mailbags and the stories I've been, you know, assigned to write that, you know, NIL is a main focus of this because it's, it, it is recruiting now. Um, but you know, it's like, did you verify it? It's like with who, who are you going to go verify anything with? Well, and, and look, this is the, this is the push pull with all the accusations of cheating under the old rules. Like, well, you know, so-and-so cheats. Why don't you reporters ever go just, do you, don't you think people tried when you use cash? It's very difficult to trace. Yeah, like the column I wrote about this situation, everyone's like, "Don't why don't you ever acknowledge that Nick Saban cheated for the past 15 years? Like in the comments, you have to be able to prove it. How on earth could I possibly write that he cheated without proof of it? Right. How could anybody write that anybody cheated in our position without proof of it? Like people have to understand that we under that we have heard every single rumor that you have heard probably 10 times more than you've heard it. You know, yeah. we're in this business and people comment on our stories, email us, talk to us. We we know all the stuff. But if you can't prove it, then it's not something that we're in a position to to write about. And it's it's responsible. So I know people uh, like to live in a world. I, I saw a clip of the uh, Paul Feinbaum show. It was just on TV mm-hmm. the other day. And he was having a debate with one of the callers that, you know, he goes, well, Nick Saban's been cheating for the past 15 years. Why don't you ever talk about that? And it was a very interesting back and forth between the way a fan perceives our jobs and the way that like we have to go about it and that there's a disconnect or an understanding or misunderstanding of like what we're Here's like, the thing. If are I, able to do. If, if I call Nick Saban or some other coach a cheater without proof. You're fired. Well, and he can sue me. Yeah. And he might win. Yeah. And and I might deserve it. Like, yeah, you got to be able to prove this stuff if you're if you're going to say something about. Now, what's interesting is once we can quote somebody else about it, then we're off the hook because that other person said it. And I don't want to get too law of mass calm on everybody, but in America, and it's different in different countries, but in America, you have to prove that there was actual malice that the the person who put out the false information had malice and knew ahead of time that they were putting it out falsely to damage you. Like, so as a public person like Nick Saban would be, and actually you and I would be too, it would be hard for any of us to win that case. But if I just kept coming out and saying, so-and-so is a cheater and I never offered any proof, if you do it over and over again, they can probably prove malice. And it's not insightful to tell us, that there's a high likelihood that an Alabama booster has been paying players under the table for 10 years. It's just like, you don't think that we've, we've considered the fact that every major program in the country probably has handlers or probably has bagmen or doing things like separate from the coaching staff. Like it's not insightful. All it is is annoying. And it's like, it's very hard because in the NFL, um, and other sports that we all love to watch, there's a, a very steadfast set of rules that everybody's playing by. There's a salary cap. You know, a lot of the contracts that you you are seeing are become public information. 
it's a very, very easy place to navigate. And in the world of college football, how rosters come together and how players end up on teams is always like there's a there's a mysterious element to it. And that's part of the that's part of the, the game. And unfortunately, we're not in a position to be able to answer the question of how and why and where uh, kids are signing with play with, with schools, whether that be three years ago before NIL was even a, a thought in our minds and what, whether it's happening now and, and why it's happening that way. So, you know, like with the Texas A&M example specifically, there is a correlation between the NIL era and when Texas A&M bursted onto the scene and signed perhaps the greatest recruiting class of all time. And it's like circumstantial evidence of just like this occurred when this happened. I wonder why that happened. And that's a fair assumption, okay? But on the other hand, if Jimbo Fisher checked with his the compliance department and said only one of the 11 early enrollees, and maybe even if it was only three or four of the early enrollees, I don't know what the even number Even if it's all 11, as long as they sign their deals after they got on campus. Yeah. I would assume what, like, what are we 11 even of 11 I, is I, like, I don't goal, even know what we're arguing right? about. Yeah. 11 well, out of 11 makes them a better is- recruiting outfit. What, what we're arguing about, there's two different things. Nick Saban was talking to his own donors, saying, step up. That's what he was saying. He was throwing them a little red meat and saying, you need to step up or this thing may happen that is not as good for the program as the other stuff. That's what he's saying. But there's another group of people, and these are like the true believers who – for whatever reason, got brainwashed into thinking that it's bad to give someone money for being good at football, like morally wrong to give someone money for being good at football, who are like, well, he's cheating. No, the rules have changed. Unless someone was stupid enough to put in writing or get caught on video or on tape saying, I will give you X number of dollars if you sign with X school, there is no rule to enforce. There's nothing you can do about it. It's not cheating anymore. It is now the way business is done. That's it. That's it. I went to brobible.com just to see what it was like. Oh, I've never been there. to brobible.com. Yeah. And I came across a very interesting headline. Oh, boy. Arby's debuted its first time ever hamburger, and people are already losing their minds over this Wagyu hunk of beef. Arby's is selling Wagyu beef? Hamburgers. We got Zach Wilson's little brother throwing at seven on sevens, but Bro Bible, man, that I think Bro Bible is aimed at you. I think it, you're the target audience, Ari. I mean, honestly, that I couldn't have clicked on that headline faster. And the five-star uh, UFC kicker with the all uh, all-time name dominates high school yearbook with one epic quote. Did you see that? No, but um, look at this. Well, now I need Colton to know what the Boomer. epic quote is. His name is Colton Boomer. And the oh. high school yearbook quote says, kicking bombs and kissing your moms. Colton Boomer's my new favorite college football player. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Kissing your mom. We I saw this be... on Twitter, and fair enough. Colton Boomer, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to try to write a story about him. We, we, need, we, need to be, we need to be looking at bro Bible more. Oh, my God. How do I, I? I forgot. So I know who Colton Boomer is. Why? He went to my high school. Lake Mary, Florida. Yeah, I went to Lake Mary High School. We had you a great should be all over the story named Chad, named Chad Kessler, who uh, who kicked for LSU, played for Nick Saban. So he took a big bag of cash. Your your uh, no, high school teammate 
is a cheater? Nope. I don't I don't think there was a I think he walked on. Now his brother Kyle was a was a scholarship defensive tackle or defensive end at Western Carolina. So he I don't know if the catamounts did anything. Yeah. So. I don't know. Everybody cheated. <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is truly amazing. But Colton Boomer, a great Lake Mary Ram. Yeah. I mean so I was on that yearbook staff. So Colton Boomer put that in Chrysomalus. That's the name of the Lake Mary yearbook. What is Chrysomalus, you ask, Ari? I have no idea what that word means. The name of the sheep that. that produced the Golden Fleece in Jason and the Argonauts. I know way too much about this. What the hell did you just say? Chrysomalus. I, I don't know. I, if you put a gun to my head and said, you have to spell that word or you're going to die, I would die. I was on the freaking yearbook staff, dude. Can you spell I it for me? I was that kind of nerd. Can you spell that word for me and then define no, it? No, I, I I doubt I could spell it. Okay, but it, it was the name of the it was the name of the sheep that produced the golden fleece. Actually, in this closet, I think I have two two editions of Christ almost. I think I kept my junior and senior yearbooks. So let me let me golden check fleece quick. is a fleece of flying winged ram named Chrysomalus, or golden fleeced ram in Greek mythology. It's best known from the story of Jason and the Argonauts, who were sent by Peleus. The ruler of Lakos to retrieve Aetes, the king of Colwatches. That's 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 my best. I think my wife threw out my chrysomalus. <laughs> Damn her. Oh well. Well, Colton Boomer made his edition the best one ever. That's Picking one of those bombs that... and kissing your moms. So that's one of those that back in the day, if that had if that had come across my because I was a sports editor in, in the 1995-1996 edition of Chrysomalus. If that had come across my desk, I'd have made sure that got in. There would have been, I'd have had to go to war with Maxine Lazar, the, uh, the yearbook. Did you teacher. have a yearbook quote? No, we didn't do yearbook quotes. You I don't know why we didn't. Quote? I wish we had. Because that's tremendous. Speaking of quotes. I, yeah, I think we, my we, year, I had a yearbook quote. Do you want to hear oh, it? Oh, what was it? Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know this. Supersize that, please. Oh, that's very on brand. <laughs> very on brand. <laughs> it was a McDonald's order. Oh, God, that was funny. I'm going to see if I can find a picture of it, and I'm going to send it to you. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. 
Speaking of quotes, we got one more from Jimbo Fisher on the KSAT interview. Well, the, the part where we've seen. Do you think they held back the really explosive stuff for next I week? I think that you and I, I hope should did. just constantly stream each other talking for the next three months because there's just it's just there's going to be no end to this. So why even hang up? This makes me so happy. It <laughs> okay. does. Play I love it. this so much. Here we go. I went and checked with our compliance people because we have nothing to do with it. One guy. Of the 11? Yes. So that how a, does that change the... It doesn't change what, anything. Because I know the truth and I've always known the truth. That's why... I, then that's why, why would I'm, he make that accusation? have to ask him. Again. Uh, just let me handle it. Why would he make that accusation, though? If, if it's... Why did, you, why did you make that accusation? I didn't make any accusations. I don't know. You have to ask him. Has he apologized to you at all? No, we haven't talked. Would you accept his public apology? I said we're not talking. But he publicly apologized. Do you accept that? I didn't read it. I don't read social media. We said it on serious accent, but whatever. That's I, didn't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't listen to radio. I don't listen to that. Gotcha. Listen, as an employee of Sirius XM, that hurts. That really hurt. By the way, do you think I if he publicly have... apologized, he would hear about it? I think he would hear about it. That's a pet peeve of mine. I don't read the news. I don't listen to the radio. Every single coach says that, and they are always keenly aware of what's being yeah, said. Somebody, somebody calls you, blah, blah, and blah. He, he would be filled in. Yeah. I did have an interview with Jimbo Fisher that was not like this one, but it was it was different. It was weird, and it was on Sirius XM, so he was listening that day. Uh, we had him every week when he was at Florida State, I think for the last three years that he was at Florida State. And so I, that was the show I was on daily his last year at Florida State. And so he and I and, and Jason Horowitz – you know, did the thing every Thursday, but the, this is the week that they rescheduled the Louisiana Monroe game at the end of the season. And so clearly the AM moves in the works and, and probably would have been done had they not rescheduled this Louisiana Monroe game so they can win this and then go and keep the bowl streak alive. He's assuming he's going to coach the Louisiana Monroe game. It's Thursday. We're assuming at the show that he's not coming on. Because every question is going to be about Texas A&M. And the producer gets in my ear and, and you know, we, we started the show and he was the second segment of the show. So the show started at 1 Eastern. He, he was the one fifteen segment. So at one twelve, the producer's in my ear. He called. Because the, they told us we, they weren't sure if we we're going to get him. He called in and we're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so... We asked, you know, danced around it. And then finally I, I go, so if you had a choice between brisket and pulled pork, which would you pick? And he's like, brisket. I'm like, that's it. I got it. I got him. <laughs> and he's like, are we done here? I was like, ah, no, I got to ask you about the game, but let's, let's go. I think I would, I think I would go pulled pork. Yeah, but that's not what I was asking. I know what you're asking, bud. <laughs> you don't got to fill me in. I, I get it. Yeah. So um, it, it's funny um, how, how he's kind of like transformed into this into this larger than life contentious figure in the last week. And I think that people already kind of viewed him as like the guy who was leading the program that was dragging uh, barrels of money around. But like just like his his entire aura as a coach, I think, has become very national. And just this last week. And I what think he's going to he, be. What if he just leans into this? 
What if he's and he's like, now he's going to be the coach who says the outrageous stuff, who does the crazy interviews. The let me handle this. That I love. Who do you think he was talking to? His wife or the SID? Yes. So <laughs> at this let point, it's, it. it's don't stage manage me. I got this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want him to think I got this every time a microphone is put in front of his face from now on. Because yeah. well, he definitely just had it last week. Let it freaking rip. Let it rip. That's yeah. that's all I Well, ask. the good news for him is that it can only go downhill from where he where he was last week. Well, I don't know how much more explosive you can be than that. What do, what do you think KSAT's sitting on? I don't know. You're like, we're sitting on a pile of gold right now. Can't wait till Sunday. Yeah. It'd be so funny if like Jimbo Fisher did like nine other interviews between now and then. And then by the time that their big reveal came out, it was old. Or if he's just talking about like the, the race to be the starting left guard. All I know for sure, though, is on Sunday night, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be tuning be in locked KSAT in, on KSAT TV in, in, in any way I can. I don't know on how exactly to do that, but I will find a way. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, yeah, please, please don't drop this early, KSAT. We have a show planned for the rest of the week that, that we had to kind of shuffle things around for. Uh, so, folks, if, if you were hoping to get the Penn State State of the program, because I know we teased that, that's going to run on Friday now because we got more magic from Jimbo Fisher. And I, this is... I don't know how to tell you guys this. When Jimbo Fisher magic drops, you will get an episode of this show. Period. That is just, that is yeah. a new show commandment. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher, Andy Staples show uh, edition is going to be quite. And that doesn't just about the Nick Saban thing. Like what if Jimbo, we're just on constant Jimbo Fisher alert. Right. Like I think like every Monday we have somebody to. Somebody else. Every what Monday, if, like it's an assignment that one of us has to watch the Texas A&M press conference just to make sure. Like, what if he what if he takes on Lane next? So the the A&M game is in Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, oh yeah, October eighth. Yeah. I'm just gonna on the calendar. Uh, even if the athletic doesn't let me go as a reporter, I'm just gonna go. I think we'll I think both I, do that. I just want to go to the game. We can sleep in my truck. I'll just like the hotel buy a ticket like and go a to the game. I don't care. Yeah, oh, I, I think I, I think you're right about this. This is we have to we we have to go to the game. Actually, you know what? We should just do the show from from either College Station or Tuscaloosa the whole week. Like we do the early week in College Station and then Wednesday, thir- like Wednesday or Thursday, we go to Tuscaloosa and just do the show from Tuscaloosa the rest of the week. Buddy, music to my ears. This is guys, Jimbo, Nick Saban. Lane Kiffin, I don't care what Greg Sankey says. Please keep this coming. Please. We love you. We'll talk to you later.